Are customers and clients selfish? This is something that we contemplate a lot in this space for those of us who are in the wedding and the event industry because it's a very person-oriented, personable kind of business. And so a lot of us go out of our way to make sure that our clients, our brides and our grooms, or the event manager or whoever it is that you're liaising with, a lot of us go out of our way to make sure that they are happy, that they are pleased, and that we do a real bang-up job. Now the problem is, sometimes um, expectations fall short, uh, people feel like they didn't receive what they were supposed to, uh, there might be some shortcomings on your own part, not intended, and this leads to some friction later on in the process. And when you have been in the position where you feel like you have bent over backwards to make things work, and it looks like on the other end, the bride and the groom or their parents or Auntie Rachel or whoever it is that engage your services, if it looks like they are not being um, appreciative, then it's understandable why there are lots of people in the wedding space and in the event space who think that clients are selfish and because of that um, they're not going to do beyond the bare minimum. These are the sorts of conversations that I have with uh, people within my own ecosystem because um, I'm a wedding photographer uh, but for the sake of um, referrals, I have a handy crew of people that I have around, uh, videographers, other photographers, wedding planners, um, you know, trust the people that I know can get the job done so that if a bride reaches out and says, um, we're good to go, uh, but can you do me a favor, have you got a DJ or have you got an MC, you know, there are two or three other people that I can call, they say, um, help me. Uh, take care of my bride. So I'm one of those people who has no problems with uh, putting myself out there and bending over backwards to make the clients happy uh, within reason. But then I have friends who say things like, um, they tell me to my face, like, look, you care, you care too much. Um, I'm going in. This is about the money. This is what we promised. This is what we're going to do and nothing more, and I'm going to cash out, and when I'm done, it's on to the next client. You care too much. And of course, that's also a legitimate way of looking at how to run your business. I mean, for those of you who are interested in business theory and have been looking at what's going on in America and in the United Kingdom, there's this whole debate about um, uh, lead generation versus lead acquisition. Now, the idea behind lead acquisition is that you spend a certain amount of money to get a client because you pay, you run your Instagram ads or you advertise on TV or radio or whatever. The people come in, you get what you want, you cash out, and then on to the next. Rinse and repeat. Where's the next person? Where's the next person? And then the ideas behind lead generation is more of we want to be in a relationship with these people, so let's try and tease them in, and then we maintain relationships over the long term. And so you find that these tensions are not anything new and are not anything that are unique to those of us in the uh, wedding space in Abuja or Port Harcourt or Makudi or Lagos or Poland or wherever it is that you are listening in um, from this podcast. So are customers selfish? I have a friend who is a wedding planner who goes out of her way to um, help clients. You know, she will um, 
she's really involved in every single step of the process, uh, gown fitting, selection of the wedding venue, um, what else? I mean, sometimes even as far as um, helping with uh, pickups. Okay, so Auntie Kemi is coming at so 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 and so time, no problem. Let's sort out the uh, let's sort out the um, the the pickup from the airport for you and stuff like that. So if you're that kind of person, if you're that involved, because there are some wedding planners who are not that involved. There are some wedding planners who, as far as they're concerned, what we're supposed to do is sort out things on the wedding day. So you sort out the venue and let me know. You sort out the dress and let me know. You sort this out and let me know. My own part of the job is making sure that once the cast of players has been fixed for the day, that we orchestrate everything and make everything run um, run uh, according to plan and that no one drops the ball. So if you're like, uh, this my um, friend, the other wedding planner who goes all out and who is involved in every single step of the way, once you're done with the wedding and uh, they have been some issues and you guys have a bit of a quarrel it's understandable why you would come away thinking that customers clients brides whoever it is that we're dealing with are selfish now this is my own take and i hope i'm going to be able to convince you guys customers are not selfish brides and grooms they are not selfish but the average human being is self-interested so that means we all have our agendas, we all have our goals, we all have visions, and we all have things that we are trying to achieve and stuff that we're trying to pursue. So it's nice when people try to help us out and they're in our court and things like that. But if someone drops the ball, because I am self-interested, I'm not going to say, let me cut the person some slack, you know, he meant well, or she meant well. If we haven't achieved what it is that I had in mind and what I thought I had paid for, you know, I'm going to speak up. I thought we were going to do A, B, C, and one, two, three, and that is not what we got. And I would be within my right to say so because I am self-interested. It's not that I'm being selfish and disregarding you. It's just that I had a particular vision. I had a particular destination. I had something that I was driving at, and I didn't achieve it at the end of the day. That's speaking as the client. So everyone is self-interested including those of us who are vendors. Some people don't like the term vendors. So whether you're saying you're a vendor or a service professional or whatever it is that you'd like to call yourself, we are all self-interested. Now, knowing that everyone is self-interested, the problem now becomes one of setting expectations. If you do not set the right expectations, then there's going to be quarrel at the end of the day. And if you do not do your work at the beginning of the sales process to be sure that you adequately understood what the needs were and what they were aiming towards, then there's going to be a quarrel at the end of the day. So it doesn't help to say that the client is selfish. What we should do as sales professionals is put the onus and the responsibility and put the initiative on our own part to make sure that we set this game up right so that there's no quarrel at the end of the day. So even if the bride genuinely is a selfish Okay, I was going to use an expletive, but I won't do that. So even if the bride is selfish and the groom is selfish and stuck up and things like that, the fault is still yours as the wedding planner, as the wedding photographer, as the wedding videographer, as the cake person. The fault is still yours. 
you should have been able to run through a qualification process to see that you guys are not a proper fit and shouldn't be working with each other and then weave the client, dodge the whole situation. Or you should have run through your qualification process properly to be sure that you understood the vision for their photography, for their videography, or for the overall wedding plan at the end of the day. Be sure that you understood it correctly and that you have what it takes to deliver before stepping in. So no matter which way you look at it, the fault is always going to be ours because we didn't do a good job in the sales process leading up to the point where we collected the check. So we should always be doing a good job qualifying our clients. And for those of you who are first-time listeners of the show, qualification is just a term in the old-school personal selling discipline, which means asking people questions to try and sort out who are they, what do they want, and trying to get to the answer of, can I fulfill what it is that they want? Who are they? What do they want? Can they afford it? Can I deliver it? Those are kind of the goals of qualifications. qualification, and it has to be a question-led process. So if this is your first time of listening to the podcast and you'd like to learn some more, just pause right now, hop right back out to the venue, you scroll down a bit, you're going to have to scroll a couple of ways because we have close to 200 episodes right now, but you'll find something eventually that has qualification um, in the title or anything that has to do with sales process. You listen to those episodes and you'll be exposed some more to those ideas, what qualification is about and why it's important and absolutely necessary for those of us in the wedding and the event space. In fact, it's even much more important for us than other people because we are service-based professionals. And in service-based professions, these things are kind of difficult, well, it's more difficult. If I'm selling a car, I'm selling a car. A Mercedes-Benz is a Mercedes-Benz. If the client says he wants an A2300, sorry, I don't know much about cars. If he says he wants an A200, uh, you know, an A200 is an A200. I want an A200 with factory-fitted specs and blah, 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 and this is my budget. I mean, that's easy. Well, easier than when you're in a service-based professional, um, service-based profession. So if you're a service-based profession, uh, professional, and it's wedding photography, it's not kind of the same. Things like uh, style, um, personal sense of aesthetics, uh, mood, you know, all these things become more important and they're a whole lot difficult to define. So those of us who are in service-based industries, we have to do a much better job of qualifying what it is that uh, we're doing. So let's say you run a marketing agency by the side or you're trying to do public relations or even if you uh, you work in a bank and your regular job is trying to sell the insurance products of the bank, you have to do an absolutely correct job of qualifying because a loan, so if you work in the bank and you're selling uh, financing services, all loans are not the same. The terms and conditions are different. Um, some kinds of loans are suitable, more suitable for some kind of things um, over others. So those of us who are service-based professionals, we have to do a really good job at qualifying. We need to figure out who are we talking to, what do they want, can they afford it, and if I take this money, is it something that I can execute and is it going to leave me a nice healthy margin at the end of the day? These are many more of the questions that we ask ourselves uh, during qualification. So, bottom line, are customers selfish? No, they are just self-interested, and understandably so, because everybody has what it is that they're chasing. We all have a unique vision that we're trying to achieve for our wedding 
or for our business or for um, whatever it is. So the responsibility and the onus is on us as the professional to take the initiative, set the process right, be sure that we understand who it is that we're talking to. If you qualify and you figure out that, you know, you and this bride, you guys don't really gel, there's going to be quarrel in the future, then weave it. Although there are some people I've met who say in that kind of situation, charge her double or charge her triple. So that at the end of the day, you say, hey, we quarreled, but at least I made 3M, so I'm good. You know? So I'm not going to talk about any ethical issues involved in that, but if that's your way of doing things, then qualify and arrive at that. I'm one, I prefer to weave, actually. We're getting involved, we're talking, qualifying, I'm asking questions. Look, there's going to be trouble. For me, I'd rather just weave, even if there's going to be a healthy payout at the end of the day. But anyway... That depends on our own personal and business um, preferences. So the onus is on us to make sure that we know who we are. Sorry, we know who we are talking to, what it is that they want, can they afford it. And if we put our leg in this matter, are we going to be able to come out with a sense of satisfaction or with a healthy enough profit that we're going to be able to um, dull our conscience or dull our hearts or whatever. So, um, yeah, that's it. They're not selfish. They're just being human. They're self-interested. So you also have to take care of yourself. You're trying to take care of these clients, qualify properly, ask the right questions so that you can take care of yourself. There's no way of anticipating or knowing 100% what will go wrong and how, but just do your best and learn how to qualify uh, prospects, prospective clients that you're talking to. And overall, you should be fine. There will still be those one or two every year that will slip through and that will cause you monster headaches. And you'll be like, oh God, may we never see this kind of bride again. I actually have a wedding planner who told me that after a particularly difficult client, you know, she ended up fighting, the bride ended up fighting with everyone. At the time, I thought she was just fighting with me, actually. And uh, it caused me to, I won't lie, it caused me to, to doubt my competence because, well, anyway, I'm not going to go into any into any details but i will admit it did cause me to doubt my competence like wow am i that bad and then um in trying to resolve these issues i always uh, i always try to involve the relevant parties especially when i come in through another vendor in this case i came in through the wedding planner so in comparing notes at the end of the day i found out that she fought with everyone and i figured oh okay i guess it was not just me and when a couple of us were um, together and talking about the whole um, situation, just having a laugh over the whole thing, that's the f that's where I heard this prayer for the first time. <laughs> and since then, I've heard it twice. Um, in the last, like, five years, I've heard someone say that prayer twice. And, uh, yeah, so that's where I heard it. The wedding planner said, may this kind of bride never cross our path again. And everybody said, amen. And I just thought it was a cute prayer. But, yeah, I've heard it twice. So I don't know. Maybe it's a... Maybe it's an actual prayer that um, Abuja uh, wedding people say. Anyway, so yes, those people will still come every once in a while, but it's one of those things, it's the hazards of the profession. Do your best, qualify. Overall, you should be fine. Don't sweat it when you get the one or two who calls you to make that prayer that may we never see this kind of bride again. And uh, overall, we should be fine. Nothing is 100%. So thank you very much for listening to the Sales for the Nanjan Wedding Industry podcast. I'm your host, Abuja-based event and wedding photographer, Tavishima Ayede. Thank you very much for your time and attention. I will catch you guys at the next recording. 
And uh, okay, updates on the International Podcast Day. You remember that I I mentioned a couple of episodes ago that I'm speaking to Shay from Shay and her crew from um, Love Weddings NG and Wedding Vendors uh, 101. They're UK based outfits. Who? Um, what should I say? Should I say medical? Sorry, not medical. Marketing. Yes, they're more of in the marketing space and that's what they do anyway, helping vendors out with marketing and stuff like that. So um, we had a series of collaborations planned to mark the International Podcasting Day. And so far it's looking like um, the uh, the earlier things that I mentioned about the, um, what's that app? Clubhouse. Yes, about the Clubhouse session and Instagram Live. Yeah, it looks like those have fallen off the table. But I'm going to keep you guys posted on any collaborations that we come up with. And I also will be sharing uh, some more details about them in later um, episodes because I've had a look at them and I'm not endorsing them. So, uh, you know, do your own due diligence. But they seem like they have a pretty sweet outfits. We haven't started... Sorry, sweet outfits. So have, we haven't started... Um, I haven't asked them about what their prices are, uh, packages and uh, things of that nature. But of course, they do have some free services that are open and available to other uh, vendors. You know, wedding, um, what are they called? Is it wedding directories or wedding registries? Wedding directories. Yeah, directories where vendors can register and uh, things like that. So I'll keep you guys up to date about the collaborations that I'm going to be up to with uh, Shay and her crew from love weddings and wedding vendors 101 i think well as well as their proper instagram uh, handles so i'll be sharing some more about them in future episodes so thank you very much guys for listening i'll catch you at the next recording